Ladies and gentlemen, and all you lovely freaks out there, it is May 31st. It is the end of the month. We have had a crazy month of conversations regarding Roe v. Wade and gun rights and Roe v. Wade and monkeypox. Well, today we're not going to be talking about monkeypox. I can tell you that much. We won't be talking about... uh, COVID anymore because that's a done. Ukraine, I think, is that's that's kind of done. No you know, after the time. yeah, no no monkey time. Yeah, sorry about that, training repair, Aaron. But we are done with monkeypox. We have moved on to the next uh, chip that is being being placed in the back of the heads of all the NPCs that walk the uh, good old American grass. Um, training repair, Aaron. You kind of just said yes. something there. Is uh, is do you have a transmission fact of the day before we roll in? Of course, I have a transmission fact of the day. So, same engine as last week, our Toyota A340e or A340eh, uh, or excuse me, A340h. You think I'd have it memorized by now, folks? So yes, transmission repair fact of the day. So this is step four. La- excuse me. This is step four, ladies and gentlemen. Remove two unions. There you go, folks. There Step you go. Four of transmission repair tactics. That's why his name is Training Repair Aaron. Is because he knows everything about uh, transmissions, and he's walking through uh, how to repair a transmission for a uh, what is it? What was that? A Toyota. Toyota. Yes, a, a Toyota transmission. And also, I have a very, spe- a very relevant and special uh, background today. I won't say what it is. But I'm sure those those of you intellectuals out there, you know what's happening behind me here. A uh, very fateful day in the lovely state of Texas, uh, but not a very lovely day in the state of Texas, unfortunately. Yeah, and I will give you a hint. It's definitely not Uvalde. Uvalde? A lot of people have been saying it. it you, I think it's Uv, Uvalde now. I always thought it was Uvalde because that sounds more Spanish because that's definitely like a Spanish spelling but like uvalde no this is this is not uvalde this is um don't give it away don't give it away don't give it away just let let people guess Uh, put it in the chats whatever you think um whatever it is then just comment below so this is the sam daily show be sure to subscribe uh smash the like button comment 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 we ask you to do all that and usually youtubers ask you to do that not because like it's it's so other people can see it so if you don't like it, in fact, if you don't like it, smash that down vote. I'm okay with it because if you do that, that still actually triggers the algorithm because partly uh, social media is based off of hatred and the more hatred that one video gets, the more views it will get. And we want to reach as many people as possible, especially whenever it comes to this episode because we are at the end of this going to be talking about a, um, a man out in Maryland that has gotten his guns stripped away from him and one of, our, uh, one of our brothers one of our brothers fighting fighting for his rights right now and it's it's yeah we it's don't know him personally and we have no clue who the guy is but uh it sounds like he's really struggling we had our guy out and on the field writing he an article but yeah so <laughs> we've yeah. got that and then we're also going to hone you, in you, on... go ahead sorry. go ahead uh, no, no, no 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 after you after you training repair and after you yeah of course i'm uh, yeah everyone's here for me anyways so with the uh with the comments, of course, we'll read them off on stream, like this one from uh, Potato for Darwin. Add Morbius to Fortnite Among Us. Thank you, Potato for Darwin. Very productive. Moving on. 
Moving on. So um, our first article, um, I, I want to preface this because uh, there's a lot of discussion. Usually whenever there's a, a school shooting is that there's three things kind of that come to mind here is that that uh, we got to do something. We got to do something. And there's three things that are uh, we need to do something about either the mental health. We need to do something about guns or we need to do something about security. Right now. I'm pretty sure me and both Tranny Repair Aaron uh, would hone in on that third one of let's let's work on our security. I mean, I think everybody has we've we've heard enough yeah. about it, but we know that the uh, cops were cowardly and they didn't go in there. And he was in there for something like an hour before they actually stormed uh, in there and 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 did their damn job. Um, if you're a cop, if you're a police officer then then that's what you sign up to do you sign up to protect the community and not only the community but also the kids but we won't we i don't want to i don't want to like beat the dead horse uh, no i mean we, uh, maybe not beat the shot horse. i mean um let's not use that allegory uh but we could beat up the police that's for sure because that's no we probably don't want to do that hard. that happened for a good old uh two years with the blm riots in every major city what I hope they don't lean on my neck if I beat him up. What? I think you're going too far there. I don't... <laughs> it's um, it was his birthday. It was his birthday. Saint Saint George. Saint. I won't say his name. We'll get. Yeah. Never mind. Moving on. Once again. Moving on. Okay. So, um, what do we have? Do we have anything in the housekeeping department? Yeah, we we got a, a few a few handfuls of things um obviously everyone knows the biggest thing right now biden kamala they're all talking about banning assault weapons banning things like that um however they're just talking about it justin trudeau um as as i mentioned in one of our earlier episodes the the flapping labia he actually is going to he's going to ban handguns and i think it'll be interesting to see in the northern states I'd like to see if gun sales go up in the northern states uh, because, A, that proves that there's hardcore patriots up there who will sell to anyone. Yes, 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 yes. Lauren B, Southern is definitely buying up all the guns. I think that she made that announcement, uh, which is interesting. Yes, why would yes. I don't know why you would do that. It's like, hey, the prime minister is taking away guns. I'm going to go buy a bunch of guns. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea to say that, but I, I you do use Lauren Southern. Take it and she'll, have, she'll have her 2,000-pound Fed shredder lined up uh, at every doorway you know, five guns stacked on top of each other, one trigger, and they all go. I think that's the plan. That's that's a good plan that's to your, have. That, you know? That's that's your plan. That is your plan. That's my plan no, too. No, Stack them high. No, 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 no. I can't. I I can't tell you my my. I don't have a plan for the feds. The feds are. I trust them completely. I will. I would never. Yes, do trust the experts. I would never trust trust the experts. There's a threat to the democracy. Yes. And it is social media uh, news. Trust them. In international, in international news, uh, Iran has amassed almost four metric tons of uh, enriched uranium, aka big bomb, go boom. Essentially, folks, it's not that hard to figure out. Yeah, well, were um, we in there for twenty yeah. years trying not to let them do something like that, and then like, <laughs> like yeah, two days like later, that. they're like, "Oh, we guess what? We're there." National agreement disallowed us to get that much and now they have that much almost like putting a law in place to ban something that's harmful won't work if people just don't listen to it isn't that crazy how we're literally seeing that happen on a worldwide scale so even on a local scale we can't expect it to work 
I think that um, if Iran gets it gets to have enriched uh, uranium, then we should be able to have bazookas and tanks. No I honestly, here. this is uh, okay. So you know, Tim Pool. Some of it's ironic, some of it's not. He's talking about things like that. Unironically, and this is very true. Unironically, I think that we should be allowed to build our own tanks because as we saw in colorado with the killdozer it's not that difficult but the problem with the killdozer was is there was no one else there with a tank to respond right but if everyone has a tank then there's no point i mean like what are you you're gonna get out there you're gonna shoot your shell one time and then the whole militia of tanks comes flying over the hill and you're done for like a tanks are legal too i'm pretty sure tanks are legal so get out there and make your own tanks okay so you can you can uh that is that is partially correct sam you can get a tank but it has to have its armament uh completely disabled without the ability to repair it um which of course everything is fixable but especially when you got trainer repair aaron yeah, of course. You put put me on the project, dude. You'll have you'll have four barrels rotating, dude. Like full auto. <laughs> I mean, you're good to go. You're good to go. But yes, so I mean, and for a situation like this, that would be extreme. I mean, look at this. this. Look at that. That's a tank right there. Imagine if our lovely uh, homeowner. Okay, and that. then now moving on. So speaking of like war and uh, weapons of war. Uh, so apparently 30 Chinese warplanes entered Taiwan's Southwest Air Defense uh, Identification Zone today, Ministry of National Defense. This is according to the Ministry of National Defense. And if you don't know what that means as far as China encroaching on Taiwan, that is like the the fuse. Like if if China goes to war with Taiwan, then sparks uh, Japan, I believe, is an ally that would be coming in and then if Japan and Taiwan are, then America has to jump in and then it's just, and we don't want that to happen. And I don't yeah, share this news to scare you. I share it so that you are informed. And if you are informed as Dr. Jordan Peterson, I can't do an impression of him. He said, if you're informed, you can get info- information. I can't, I can't either. So, and then the next on the list here, and then we're going to jump to the first article, is Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, is arrested for drunk driving in California. Paul, what are you doing out there? <laughs> Why are you drinking and driving? I don't understand. what. If you have the, as much money as them, you have as much money as the Pelosi's, why would you ever need to sit in a vehicle and drive? Like, wouldn't you just afford a Tesla and then it would just yeah. self-drive itself? By the way, I was driving down yeah. the highway and I was having this thought. It's actually a pretty sweet thought. So I, I actually am looking forward to all of the cars being self-driving because what you can do if you have a manual car, because that's what it will be called. Not just like stick manual or six speed. I got a six yeah, speed. Yeah, it'll be just a manual. It'd be a manual car, right? There's automatic cars and then manual cars. Well, with a manual car, you can just take that manual car and just straight down middle of the highway just keep driving and all of these electric cars are just going to part way and i think i'm i'm excited for that except for the one car that's actually a manual car and then you hit them and then it's it's all over yeah but then you guys get to race while all the normies are in the right lane in their little teslas and they got to go and recharge meanwhile you've got you've got you know 50 gallons of black diesel in the back of that truck whoa 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 diesel of color what 
I said you said you said it, it's diesel of color, not black diesel. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, you our fool. oppressed, our oppressed groups of diesel. Very special. We love our D, our our our, our minority diesel. Okay? Did you say I you apologize. love our D? You're digging yourself a hole, buddy. <laughs> Not only do you look like you're uh, oppressing the black diesel, you're also oppressing the gays. Boy, I tell you what. Anyway, last on our list is Kamala Harris demands a ban on all assault weapons in the U.S. Uh, says they have no place in civil society, which, you know, Kamala Harris and how stupid she is and the rest of the politicians, there's no such thing as an assault weapon. <laughs> I mean, like, point to one. Which one are they? Which way are not assault weapons? Tell me, tell me what an assault weapon is, and then we can have the conversation. So not that's an assault rifle. Important difference. True. So, with that said, let's dive into this first article. And like I said before, oh gosh, I get off topic so quickly. Is that you have the fight against uh, to improve security to improve the mental health of uh, America or number three is the fight on gun uh, on on uh, taking away the guns whatever so keep that in mind while we go through this so the first article here we have Chicago most violent neighborhoods were more dangerous than ever in 2011. Now, I bring this up because uh, the first question I usually have on my mind whenever there is this debate about guns is, is that, um, okay, well, where, who is it that are, who's dying, who's dying from the guns? And so usually where my mind goes is the cities. And then if you go to the cities, then you're talking about like St. Louis and Detroit and LA, and then you're like Chicago. Chicago has like I think it said something on average like seven people die uh, due to homicide uh, every single weekend. But let's jump in. This is a little bit heart wrenching. So if you have a box of uh, um, if you uh oh uh oh uh oh uh oh uh oh if you have a box of uh, tissues, uh, find them. And I'm gonna have oh there we go. There we go. So Angela Hernandez Sutton, 44, has lived on the same block in West Garfield Park nearly her entire life. But it wasn't until this past summer that she stopped sitting out on her front porch. As a child, she played in the uh, in the spray from the fire hydrant with the neighborhood kids during the summer. In her teen years, she ran the streets with her neighborhood girls who were regarded as tough. I'm sorry, I can't take that sentence. Uh serious uh, as a mom she watched her own children like a hawk until they grew up and moved away and these days she looks um, out for her 88 year old father and da, 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 da. but one afternoon this summer she raced to shove her dad uh, that's her 88 year old father out of the harm's way as a carload of men sprayed the block with gunfire now if you're not aware of what it means by spraying i mean that it just went that's what happened in Chicago. Her own car was uh, strafed with bullets uh, that, as far as she knows, were intended for a group of young men on the sidewalk a few houses down. That's when Hernandez Sutton stopped sitting out front, which I don't blame her. She says, I hear gunshots every day, she said. Uh, I just listen to hear uh, where they're coming from, then move to the front or the back of the house. Uh, the block near the open can, and can we just stop and say like, that's not, 
that's that's rough. I I've never grown up in a neighborhood that had that that type of and like um I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. I mean like I, I grew up in the suburbs. Like at that point I, I mean, after the first one, after the first, like this part right here, I would probably get up and leave. Uh, but she stays. So uh, the block near the open air dry market, da, 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 da. but 2021 seems far worse, she said, far worse. Uh, and it probably had something to do with all of the BLM riots that happened. Am I right? Am I right? Perhaps. Who knows? Did you hear about those? All them riots that were... They weren't. What do you mean? They, those were riots. Yeah, they you're were, right. They were protests. It was justified. Target has insurance. Okay, they can pay for the damage. Okay, they're fine. Anyway, moving on. It feels different now than than it was. She said, uh, "You used to get." This is where it like really struck me right here. It says that you used to get a couple weeks, months even, where you didn't hear shooting. Not anymore. Hernandez Sutton Sutton's institution isn't wrong. Uh, Chicago in 2021 saw 836 homicides, according to data maintained by the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office. Though six of the victims died from complications of remote gu- uh, gunshot wounds that at least four suffered in previous years. So 836 homicides in 2021. Um damn i think in i think in kansas city it it was around 100 and no actually i think it was around 210 220 now chicago is a little bit larger than kansas city but it's to give you some kind of idea and then if you wanted to take a look into how many kids died in the state of missouri altogether and we won't get into it maybe we will in 2021 there was less than 10 kids who died from covid but we won't go there. Um, the county's death toll is significantly uh, significantly higher than the 797 homicides reported by the Chicago Police Department, which doesn't include expressway shooting and killings and self-defense. Nevertheless, the department it, um, tally is the highest in 25 years. So that begs the question of what do we do? Security, guns gun restricting taking away the guns or do we take a look at chicago and figure out what drives these psychotic individuals to go kill somebody well actually you're you're skipping there is a fourth option we get rid of chicago are you saying that we should abort chicago Uh, okay you phrase it that way and it makes it like a leftist thing and then people get mad. So, no, that's not what I'm saying. We just, I mean, maybe Patrick was right. We dig a big hole, and then we we take them all. We dig a big hole, and then we push them all into it. And then the, the statistics just don't exist anymore, and then it's not a problem. That's a, that's a possibility. We could do that. Let us know in the comments if you'd vote to just abort Chicago. But no. Um, moving on to this next uh, article here is, is that this is the proposed, 
this is what is proposed that we do. And I say we, I mean, you know, the 81 million people who uh, voted for this dude. The uh, 81 million Bidenites. Yeah. The, uh, There's definitely 90... 81 million of them. Yes. There was no stolen election unless you're talking about 2020. Uh, and Trump definitely didn't win that election because he is, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Biden goes on anti-gun tirades, just there's no rational basis. Now, I also want to preface this, is that I brought up that gang violence that's happening. I can also show you this, like, sweet little uh, handbill right here, 24.7% in a homicide since last year in Chicago went up. Today, uh, 100,000 gang members. There are only 12,000 cops in Chicago. Chicago, 25% increase in Chicago gang activity. And I can show you all this. There's more people who have been killed in Chicago uh, than in Afghanistan. So if you're choosing a place to get up and move to from uh, California because the taxes are getting too high and your pick is between Chicago or Afghanistan, actually, I would go ahead and say that anybody who's trying to move from California to any other state, I think that Afghanistan is a good place for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you wanna, if you if you're trying to get out of the the absolute hole that is California, leave America, go the other direction, walk into the ocean with bricks on your feet. Just kidding. In Minecraft, it's a joke. No, don't uh, do that because actually, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Chicago is gonna get all cleaned up because Biden is trying to do this, and I don't even know the rationalization behind this. Is that there's this. Uh, this is school shooting that happens and then immediately they're like oh now we're going to um we're gonna we're gonna say the these these stupid absolutely stupid things well i mean it's biden i don't we all know that he is he is incapable of stringing together a single sentence i mean he kind of reminds me of myself sometimes um that's a fact sometimes i cannot string a sentence together just watch the previous episodes. I'm getting better, though, I think. What do you think, Trainer Repair, Aaron? Uh, it's all right. Thanks. Thank you. Know. I appreciate that. So President Biden rant, uh, ranted against ownership of what he called high-caliber weapons Monday, appearing to suggest that there should be restrictions on the most popular handgun in America, the 9 millimeter pistol. You ever own one of those? Uh, No, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Everybody in the comments section, comment the guns that you don't have. And I would appreciate uh, <laughs> Fed talk. Maybe they shouldn't do that. Yeah, probably yeah, not. Everyone everyone in the comments, comment your the wacky guns that you have. And if you keep them in a safe or just open in your home. We we here at Sam Daily Show want to know what, what guns you have. If you're on Spotify or Apple or rumble tell us hey dude where do you stop it your wacky cool guns dude i think house? that that's not a good idea because our viewership is uh, cut in half because you said something like that <laughs> uh Waido bandito says he has a nuclear bomb um awesome got a 22 pistol sick sick so um 22 pistol that is tiny jeez I would yeah, step it up. I've had a nine millimeter. I had a, a Ruger, great gun. 
Um, let's keep on trucking here. So uh, speaking to reporters outside the White House after returning, and I don't even think this is, is this May 30th? Yeah, 2022. Yes, this is the one I was looking for. Speaking to reporters outside the White House after returning to Washington from a weekend that included a visit to the site of last week's mass shooting in Texas, Biden recounted a visit to the trauma hospital in New York where he said doctors had showed him a x-ray of a gunshot wound caused by various firearms. This is where it gets juicy here, folks, is that uh, they said they said a tw- uh, 22 caliber bullet. Can you get this in the Biden voice? They, they, uh, <clears throat> sorry, you can't. I got to get it together. Train to repair and you can do this. Let me download the personality here. All right. <clears throat> they said uh, they got the it's, uh They got a 22 caliber bullet in a large in the. They're large in the lung, and we could we could probably get it out. Maybe able to get it and save save the life. If a nine if a nine millimeter bullet blows the lung out of the body, just the whole blows the lung out. It takes the whole lung out of the body. I tell you what, uh, my, when my grandkids they they rub my hair down and it pop up on my legs, and I okay thought, okay okay. How that's enough. Twenty two millimeter enough. bullet do that. That's enough. You are you're playing way too much into the character. People don't want to hear that. Um, so yes, they said they, they, he says that they said a 22 caliber bullet will lodge in the lungs and we can probably get it out, uh, maybe able to get, save the life. Uh, whereas a nine millimeter bullet blows the lungs out of, a, uh, out of the body. Well, duh, that's what a nine millimeter is supposed to do. If a man comes into my okay. home and he walks in and I've got myself a nine millimeter, I will, and you will, and you should. Blow a bullet into somebody's lung. I just lung. have flamethrowers set in front of all of my doors. You have what? I actually have uh, what? Nothing. Um, but I like a, a nine millimeter blow, bullet blows the lung out of the body. What? <laughs> like <laughs> I know. Like what? <laughs> I've I, I, I worked that it's out. Like, like the doctor comes out and the doctor's like, listen, listen, listen. A twenty, president. President, what, I'm trying to think of who, what ethnicity a doctor should be. <laughs> what ethnicity doctor should be? <laughs> uh, we'll just pretend he's a white guy. So, like, so President, President, uh, President Biden, we want to tell you something here: is that uh, that uh, we had a we had somebody come in here with a 22. Uh, caliber, caliber bullet wound uh, in his lung, and, and we were able to take it out. Whereas there was a man that came in here the other day, and he had a nine millimeter bullet, uh, and and we weren't able able to save him. Um, he, here's my whole thing: is you've got two lungs. Let's go get, just move on. You can live with yeah, one I lung. Mean, you, you got the one. You'll be fine. It'll be like at half capacity. Just move on. Come on, man. Patch the hole. Rub some dirt on it. You're good. You're good to go. So um, I've it, always thought I've always wanted to like see this is kind of a tangent, but I've always wanted just to see like to take a 22 and like see how much it would hurt because I know like obviously it's going to go through me. Right. But I feel like like if I do it, you know, like somewhere in my arm or like my hand or something, because I've had nails go through me before. Right. So I'm like, it can't be that much worse. Right. As if anything, it'd just be faster Then I don't have to pull the nail back out like I just. You know, 22 is going through me, and I'm good to go. I've always wondered about that. 
Uh, I mean, there's a nine. small chance that a 22 will actually go all the way through you. Like, if I've ever heard any story from 22s, like, getting shot, it's like they get shot and then it's like it stays with them their whole entire life. Like, it's just a lot. It's there. It's in the bone or whatever. Like, it just stays inside of them. It's uh, better just to let it be. Yeah, just let it chill. Yeah. If you get shot with a 20, whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes. He continues on. He 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 goes on and says. So the idea of these high caliber weapons is uh, there's simply no rational basis for it in terms of thinking about self protection, hunting. What? A, wow, like a poet, like a poet. You know. Uh, yeah. There's no. no seriously, there isn't. Why? Why would you need any? Why would you? It's not like the government's going <laughs> to... Shut up, Sam. Like, go, jumping from a, a, talking about a twenty-two, which we both just agreed we could probably get shot with, and we'd like... I mean, I'm sure it hurt. Maybe I'd cry a little bit, but, like, I'm not going to die. I'm going from a twenty-two then to a 9 mil, which, you know, is bigger, but uh, the way, depending on what you, ammo you're we using... We need to address something really are, quick, though. You're, There's you're somebody... probably not going to... Go 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 ahead. Finish your finish your thought. I'm you, sorry. Uh, you uh, you know, there's you you can hit people in, in quite a few places with a nine mil and they're not going to die. And then high caliber weapons, like that's such a step up. Like you just you just went from you just like took a rock, you just took a pebble and dropped it in the water, and then your friend was like, "Here's here's a here's a two ton wreck wrecking ball," and then they dropped it in the water, and you're like, "These things are equal." I'm what I just said. What I just threw in the water is the equivalent of what you just what you just dropped from the atmosphere. That's the same thing. They're not high caliber, and even so, high caliber weapons are cool. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> Don't take them. <laughs> Don't take them from me. Okay. Easy. Easy, Anyways, what, easy. What did you like I, I just, I just wanted to, to, to Mike in the comments. He says that don't act like his predecessor, the former one, uh, term failed. Uh, president didn't have gaffes and if you're talking about Donald Trump gaffes like in his like oh do you morons oh here we go we've got somebody who's really fired up here in the comments do you morons think this 18 year old kid in Texas needed to buy two ARs Mike do you really think that this <laughs> you moron do you really think that this kid in uh, Texas <laughs> actually bought those two AR ARs and the yeah. truck and the <laughs> so I did. I did the math. If yes, I'm aware. There's two. At, the, he he was at he was at the the Wendy's, right? Um, so he was working at the Wendy's, and they said he was a hard worker. So if he worked forty hours a week, because I'm, I'm this is just assuming he made seven twenty five. Um, but so this is to say it is possible, right? If he worked forty hours a week. Oh no! Is this the Cookie Monster days, thing? If he worked 40 hours a week for 200 oh. days and never spent a penny, never spent a single penny, he could have afforded this, right? If he if he worked all that time, and you're you're right, Mike, Mike, you're right. He he did he did legally buy them, um, but there were also plenty of people with other legal guns around who did absolutely nothing. By the way, back to back to shaming the police because they suck. Um, and finally, something that the left and right can agree on. Not that, all the, the popo. Not all the popo. Not all of them. Not all of them. But like definitely these ones. This is what happens when you take their money away. And this is the other thing is they weren't defunded. 
but when you when you chastise all the good cops and you take good people and you always demonize them they don't want to run in and save the day because what they're thinking is i'm going to go in and i'm going to shoot a kid so like then i'm in trouble if i if i kill this kid then i'm the one who's in trouble obviously yeah especially if he is a person of color can you imagine that hmm and i'm not trying to yeah exactly exactly no no well and he was so uh, the the point is is I'm, uh, that's not an excuse. We're not excusing them, but this is what happens when you demonize heroes. They don't want to be heroes anymore. So here, here's also another thing I want to point out here is, is that Biden is talking about taking away nine millimeters. Like that's what he's hinting at. And what's interesting is I've had several conversations with people over the years. Um, I've been following this for a while and I've told people that they are trying to take all of the guns. Like they, they're like nine millimeter, everything. Like when they say the language that they use is so broad that they are clearly in the, for the past five, 10 years is that they've spoke so broadly. I mean, what is assault weapon? An assault weapon can be any and every weapon. So I knew from a long time ago, they're trying to take all of the weapons. Um, when I say they, I mean like just evil, <laughs> evil is so it's such a manipulated idea of the truth and so far as you take something like we need to protect people um and then it's like how far does it go before you're stripping them of any and every right that's why we have the god-given rights um let's move on to this uh next bit here that is not popping up it appears here that uh the page is not found Oh, well, while you figure that out, uh, we have um, – Mike's just uh, going crazy in the comments here. Uh, he says if they set up a black dude in the school, they would have gone running in. Uh, that's objectively wrong. <laughs> that's just not true. Um, why am I debating with idiots in the comments? Oh, message retracted. I saw that. You had something there, Mikey boy. I saw that. Um, he's afraid. He's he's running away. Our alpha male energy—it's just over encompassing and consuming him, isn't it, Sam? Um, there's there, there's see. nothing I mean, wrong okay, with Mike. Okay, I'm so happy. We, I'm happy. We, Mike is here, given his his I'm gonna, two cents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Glad glad you're here, Mike. Glad to see you. So I have I have a question for you then. If you if if you're on the street and you're held at gunpoint, what are you gonna do? They're saying they're saying don't move. If you turn and run, I'll shoot you. Well, you have to, you have to, what what is he even saying? Yeah, if they said that there was a black dude as a shooter, the cops would have entered the school faster. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, We have somebody who, this is, uh, the person in the chat is a great example of somebody who uh, eats, drinks, and sips on the tea. Um, Still crying to mommy, Trump is no longer your president. We haven't even, you mentioned Trump first, for the record. We haven't mentioned anything about Trump. <laughs> this is, <laughs> what even, okay. I bet this, so Mike, Mike is, Mike's probably one of those guys that goes home from work and he takes off his shoes and he sits in his recliner and then turns on CNN. If I had to bet, if I had yeah, to bet, I, you know, like whenever I talk to um, Anarcho Josh, I get... Anarcho, Anarcho Josh very rarely ever like straw mans me to like being a hardcore Trump supporter. But whenever I've ever had a conversation with somebody who is like uh, going in with uh, CNN every night, it always ends in them yelling at me and telling me how much I love Trump when it's not the case. Yeah. 
That's so so that my bet is side. my bet is is that uh, Mike says that living he's living in, in mommy's, mommy's basement. So sad, man. Get a life, homeless homies. Yeah. Should I turn the camera to the side? I'm not even in my home. <laughs> yeah, you're in a you're in a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a studio. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're getting we're getting distracted. Yes, need, yes, 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 yes. We're getting distracted. He's, he's from refusing the... to answer. He's refusing to answer our legitimate questions so, like the left always does. They never want to actually – they never try to actually debate you. They're just going to, like, make fun of you. And this is why uh, – kudos to Anarcho Josh for this. With our debate last week, you guys should go watch it. It was really good. Um, honestly, I don't think there was – it was like either of us won or lost. He brought up a lot of good stuff, uh, some stuff that I had to go research and consider, and he was right on some things. But also, kudos to him for being an actual communist because Karl Marx said – don't surrender your munitions or guns because that is the next step towards a capitalist society fully taking you over is when you can't defend yourself. So so the 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 the, the commie himself literally says don't give up your guns. So the the one thing maybe add it to the list of like two or three things I might agree with communists on, don't give away your guns. Don't ever say that you agree with a commie. Don't ever do that because then what happens is that it fills them up with something. Yeah, and then they get taken out of. Yeah, and then they act. But hey, they'll take your guns. But hey, kudos to him for being an actual communist instead of these fake commies who just like cherry pick the things that they want because they're fat and old and ugly, and they just want like assistance from the government. Uh, and, and here, like, he, okay, so, so we we have we have the government gun gun grabbing they're trying to take the gun grabbing um we'll get into uh this next article here in just a moment it's actually unbelievable how a um um there there is there is a the state the state's taking the guns away from people and it's actually happening on not just in maryland but this is the story that we're about to run into here is is one example of that but first i wanted to talk about mental illness this is the politically incorrect viewpoint uh, as far as views towards mental illness in America. Um, the problem is, is I, I think I, I looked it up, it was like uh, people keep on going to this like mental illness, mental illness thing. And, and, and the reality is, is that yes, there's mental illness and we're not doing a good job of, of uh, handling that. But uh, the, the problem is, is that the majority of people who are bringing up mental illness um, are likely on some kind of prescription. <laughs> like I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. Uh, something like 12 percent. Very true. 12 percent of Americans are on um, some kind of antidepressant, and so uh, it, that's one thing I'm gonna throw out there. Piss a lot of people off with that. But then the second thing I'm gonna say is is that if you believe that a man can become a woman and a woman can become a man, and you're discussing mental illness. There is a high likelihood that you need to start with your... That you are mentally ill. <laughs> that you are mentally <laughs> Like, you, uh, you don't get to talk on that topic. You, you just, you just, one, you yeah, are... you're just not allowed. Yeah, if you believe one that up is down idea. and down is up, then you are not able to speak on the topic yeah. of just about anything. So, just on a logical foundation or even a biological, I guess that would be on a biological foundation. If you don't believe in, in it's crazy. They're all going to like, uh, you don't believe in science meds cause mental illness. Wayido Bandito says, and I would say without a doubt that is true. Yes. yes Undoubtedly. And, and it's also, what's like, 
I, 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 I hate to say it, Mike. You say an 18-year-old shouldn't have an AR-15. Well, I hate, I hate to break it to you, buddy. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. For those of, for for the for our blind viewers here, I just showed my uh, my pride and joy sitting behind me, keeping me safe. But uh, just that that one was for you, Mike. Moving back to the story, you're right. Yeah, back to the mental illness here. According to an article in Journal of Pediatrics, half a million children and adolescents in the United States each year receive prescriptions for SSRIs. So when when we say that uh, mental uh, that uh, uh, well, Waido went ahead and said it out there. He said that meds cause mental illness yeah. is that that's 100% true. And it's not just meds. It's meds at a young age. Whenever the mind is still developing and you start shoving all of these um, chemicals into the mind to try to fix it, whenever it's just a freaking little boy who's just rambunctious, he's got ADHD. He's got ADHD. Give him Ritalin. Yeah, and I'm so glad because I think – Knowing, knowing myself, I've, I've taken, uh, or I've tried, I should say, I've tried to take a lot of retrospection through my thus short life, you know, 19 years. I don't think retrospection a is a word. Re introspection, excuse yeah. me. You're right. Introspection. Um, and I, when I was in high school, I could have totally been diagnosed with ADHD. I mean, and, and here's the thing. And you and I have talked about this before, Sam. Everyone has it. I think it's just like that's just like that's just a man brain thing like so many guys have it i think it's it's just how it's just a thing right because we're not programmed to sit in classrooms or to sit at desks or to do all these things we're programmed to be outside we're programmed to be active we're programmed to have all that like crazy switching between things because you know we have to do this 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 in succession to be able to function uh uh, um, with our instincts and everything how we used to so i think i'm gonna be i'm just gonna say something kind of controversial i think adhd is a non-existent thing i think it's not real i think or i shouldn't say i think it's not real i think it's real i think it's not a disease i don't think it's a mental deficiency i think it's completely normal um we shouldn't offer medication for it and i'm so glad that my my parents were always because they i talked to my mom about this and she said i think you probably do also but we were we are ne we were never going to put you on medication because if i were on that medication lord only the lord our father in heaven knows where i would have been where i would be now like how rotten my soul and my brain would be from those things and uh, I, just... I am a perfect example from it. <laughs> I took I took medication for probably two years in high school. Uh, I took uh, I, I, Vyvanse. I took a Vyvanse for probably two years, and I remember like it was it wasn't good. <laughs> I uh, got angry very easily, and I was frustrated. And the crazy thing is, here's my action. Here, here's the story: is is that I would go into the doctor, and then they would, um, and I just told them that like I even played the part. I even played the part here is that I would like, wa I walked in to, I'm, you got to stop showing that love to that rifle. That's getting weird, real weird. But, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went into a doctor's office whenever I was probably 15 or 16. First of all, kids start getting manipulative at like age of three. I don't know if you have any nieces or nephews, but myself, I'm a, it's actually kind of a weird shirt. It was a gift, so don't like it's a, it's a 
Funkel, which is a lot of people find that, yeah. But I've got nieces and nephews, and I've started to realize that those kids start manipulating at like age three. I remember seeing this kid, he would, uh, my nephew would, would do this, like he would, he would, uh, he would get me in trouble. Like I would be throwing him on the couch and like wrestling with him and like just throwing him on the couch. And then he would, he would some, for some reason get hurt. And then he would go cry to, to his, uh, grandmother and, uh, say how I was, you know, I, I hurt him. And then I would get in trouble and then I'd see him over in the corner and he'd just be looking at me smiling. So me, and this is my nephew. So me at 15, I remember going into the doctor's office and being like, like my leg, it was just, yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think I have restless leg syndrome and I just, I talk with, I talk all the time. And I like played the part of like, I was like, somebody told me what the symptoms were and I just played that part. They gave them to me. And then I walked back into that office and then I said, yeah, I need more. Uh, it's just not working. And then they gave me a higher prescription. And then they said, oh, it's not working. I said I, I, for the second time. And they just kept bumping it up until it was like at 60 milligrams. And I was just like taking these pills and I was just like learning the guitar, writing English papers in like 10 minutes and like, I was high on meth, man. <laughs> That's what it was. Like that, those drugs—they're freaking uh, ridiculous. Thankfully, by uh, eighteen, I was just like, I, I can't do this. I got to a state where I was like, this isn't good, um, and so then I stopped. So. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my that's my story on uh, on, on that right there. You got any you got any ADHD medicine uh, stories, trainer Baron? Um, just no, great, awesome. Okay, let's move on. So our yeah. last and final article here is uh, about a young man in Maryland. Um, and let me get this situated here is that there's tyranny in Maryland. Um, shocking anti-gun sentiment among the courts. And we're gonna be going through this. Um, so from the age of eight, Cameron Rosenfield has had a strained relationship with his family and notable mental troubles. His mother, Tracy uh, Resvani, and father, Craig Rosenfeld, uh, didn't take the last name, uh, pushed their son through years of therapy for various mental disorders, including depression, anxiety, ADHD, and autism spectrum disorder. There it is. ADHD, just like we said. Yeah. Put him on the meds. Put him on the meds. Quick, quick. We don't know what to do. He's just he's just running around the house uh, constantly and having conversations with strangers and just running into the street without... Uh, get him down. Hold him down. Put the meds in him. So uh, in January 2017 at age at 14, Cameron was institutionalized for threatening his, uh, his own life and the lives of others. After spending a, li a little over a year in, his, in uh, his Maryland mental institution, Cameron was released after completing their program. Cameron, Cameron's condition was noted to be much improved and was deemed no longer a danger to himself or others. After being released in 2018, Cameron lived a normal life. He repaired his relationships with his siblings, but struggled to reconnect with his parents. I would struggle too, considering if my parents had put me in that position, and it wasn't him who put himself in that position. It is the 
parents on the parents for that right there is that if you're putting your child in a mental institute um chances are you probably should be put in a mental institute uh you're handing over your child to the government um that's essentially what you're doing whenever you are putting kids in a mental institution is that you are saying i am i am not sufficient therefore here now i understand there are probably not too many churches in this area and uh, i don't know the uh church life of these uh these individuals here in this uh situation but i i i can say that the the church is kind of the place that you should be taking um your kids uh and 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 um and and there should be there should be older adults older men that are uh correcting the the behaviors um anyway so you know what i'm saying trying to repair no i get you follow what i'm saying is that like like yeah i I guess what i'm saying is is that a better place than a government funded institution um which is not necessarily all mental institutions but it it heavily is because it would be a non-profit and a lot of their funding would likely come from the government but what i'm saying though is is that a not only a better alternative would be Anyway, I digress. So in 2020, Cameron had voted for President Donald J. Trump, making his mother angry and uh, vindictive. His mother would constantly berate him for this choice and blame him for policies that she perceived as bad. Um, Nonetheless, gosh, I can't imagine growing up uh, in the political era that we're in right now. Everything is political and even at a young age like that is that I, I wasn't involved in politics. Um, but that's where we're at. So nonetheless, Cameron continued to hold conservative values. He found himself involved in many political organizations, specifically those that support the second amendment. Cameron became a member of the firearms policy coalition and took an interest in purchasing and shooting firearms. On his 20th birthday, Cameron and his friends were hanging out, but at home, his parents were being informed of Cameron's hobby by his uncle. Doesn't sound like a funkle. My niece or nephew had a gun. That would be, I wouldn't be, and my, my, I knew that their, their, my sister was a liberal. I wouldn't be sharing that information. Um, though making no effort to hide his firearms, Cameron's mother, Tracy, claims to have uh, no knowledge of having guns in her house. After learning of the firearms, Cameron's parents found six rifles and a shotgun and and approximately 5,000 to 10,000 rounds of ammo under his bed. The next day, Cameron was kicked out of his house and he received court documents a week later. This is tough here. Um, Cameron's parents, Tracy and Craig, had filed a ERPO, Extreme Risk Protection Order, on Cameron for the guns that he owned. The paperwork read that Cameron was espousing alt-right anti-government sentiment and calls for civil war. The document also cited the FPC, or Firearms Policy Coalition. Um, Can you continue to read this article here? training repairing sure yeah i'll uh i'll pick up where you left off where did you leave off at the firearms policy coalition yes okay yeah because i think that you'd be able to read this portion a little bit more (sighs) 
So yeah. espousing alt-right anti-government sentiment and calls for civil war. Allegedly. It's in that third Allegedly. third paragraph there. Oh, I <laughs> sorry. I skipped forward. I saw another part where it said exactly that. So Okay. All right, you know what? You're taking way too long. I've got it right here. Is that the document? The do document's also cited uh, the FPC or Firearms Policy Coalition as a militia, <clears throat> which uh, I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, what? They're not. They're not a militia. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, they're the FPC is not a militia. Okay. So they're just an order. It's the NRA, basically. It's kind of it's a little different, but similar style. Okay. So Cameron's uh, belongings were seized after um, seized until after his court date under the reasoning that Cameron is being treated for depression, conduct disorder, and personality disorder, two of which Cameron had never been diagnosed with and one of which he had completed treatment for and that the respondent is anti-Semitic and following a firearms coalition on the internet. So what we have here, folks, is a young man who was raised in a family uh, that had uh, sent him to a mental institute. He survived it, got out, and seemed to have been living a normal life, uh, found an interest in firearms, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, especially in America, where firearms are not just essential to uh, protecting yourself, um, in the off it's, chance in that places, the just, <laughs> government, uh, they're, they're, go ahead. I mean, in some places it's just a commodity, like just, I mean, like, like, like I keep saying, right. But like, I'm so used to, I actually, um, I forget that other people aren't right wing sometimes, or excuse me. I forget that other people aren't normal sometimes and I go out in public and I'm talking about, you know, having guns or things like that. And people will like cringe and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. You're scared of completely normal things. huh?" Well, and here's the thing is, is that, that. Like, is that this is this is this is wild because like uh, growing up in Missouri is that there were there were, you know, like <laughs> I remember being 12 years old, probably 12 or 13 years old and shooting a shotgun. And like having a blast. Like my father ended up actually taking me skeet shooting. If you've ever, you know what skeet shooting is? Trainer yeah, parent, so you know? Yeah, we, I actually I have, I have a skeet throw at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love you. Yeah, so so my my nephew or nephew, uh, not that little son of a gun. He, uh, my cousin would, um, he did skeet shooting in high school, and so I remember going out to a farm and shooting guns. Um, I, I, I'm just astounded by how I have to uh, actually defend guns as actually being like a sport. Um, <laughs> it's so silly. It's not even that I'm defending. I guess I, I, it just comes to mind whenever I was in, in my 20s is that that's what I was doing is that um, I ended up, I, I ended, enjoyed shooting. What's wrong with that? So Cameron's parents, Tracy and Craig, had filed an ERPO. Uh, I had read that part. Uh, wait, no, an extreme risk protection order on Cameron uh, for the guns that he owned, the paperwork that Cameron was espousing. Okay, that's another thing, too, is, is that he was espousing alt-right anti-government sentiment and calls for civil war. Um, 
This is this is this is ridiculous. The whole espousing alt right anti government yeah. sentiment. What? Why is why is that in? Why is that being? Um, what what is what is wrong with that? There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like like here's the thing is is that yeah, like right. for for the longest time we have criticized the government and have been criticizing the government and we should criticize the government. Well, yeah, and the and the left criticizes the our president criticizes the government, like the criticize cri, criti, the oh, boy. Excuse me, I'm tripping yeah, over. You okay? Today. Drink some water. Um, criticizing the government is not some like outlandish, like alt right, crazy. You you don't like something in the government? Get him, arrest it. Well, I mean, the, they're fascists, so that's why they do it. But yeah, it's not. So of course, but of course, uh, the, the judge in this case, they're crazy, and they're like, yeah, he he doesn't like the government. He's a right-wing extremist and then they bam ban hammer no more guns well it's not it's the thing is is that it's not it's it's almost it's like they are taking copy and paste from a uh you know a cnn article you know what i mean like this is this is this the paperwork reads right this is this is a filed ERPO extreme risk protection order on Cameron for the guns he owned. The paperwork read that Cameron was espousing alt-right anti-government. It's as if they went on CNN and they saw an article and they were like, yeah, that sounds good. And then copy and paste. And then it was like calls for a civil war. Yeah, yeah let's put copy and paste that there too. So anyway, the documents also cited uh, the FPC or the Firearms Police uh, Policy Coalition as a militia. So I read that. Let's jump back down here. It's because Cameron, um, let's see. Oh, do we, can we hit on, I don't even know if I want to hit on the anti-Semitic portion right here. Uh, I, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> so so what, what I'm reading here is is that we're following filing this because of things that he said. We are, we, we are worried about him because of the things that he has said. Um, they didn't put anything in here uh, regarding the things that he has done except for maybe actively joining the firearms policy coalition which there's nothing absolutely nothing wrong with that um i'm sure it's a respected uh organization and i'm sure that they teach basic uh just basic knowledge about guns and 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 they do it appropriately and obviously this isn't some kind of militia or else we'd be hearing about it all over the place (laughs) right so um Anyway, because Cameron is young and does not have a lot of money, he represented himself in court. Um, so, yeah, what <laughs> I can't imagine being in that position. Uh, from yeah. what I'm understanding, yeah, is so that the law isn't. Yeah, you know a little bit more yeah. about this. So, so I, I spoke. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, I am currently getting a legal education. I don't want to hype myself up too much because I just started, you know, um, but it's not that hard to figure out even without a legal education. But I just like to preface that, you know, I, I kind of have a I would I would say maybe um, a, a, a sand grains worth of more knowledge than the average person. So what how basically how the law works uh, is it is charged as a criminal proceeding under the civil family category of criminal proceedings. So technically it is not it's like a civil case inside of a criminal case uh which is unconstitutional by the way which essentially means they can charge him with a criminal punishment 
but act as though it's a civil case. And in civil cases, you don't get a state. Of, you can't get a state appointed lawyer. Uh, and the rules are a little tighter because the, there's a lot of civil cases all the time. So they try and get them through the court system really fast. Well, Maryland took advantage of this with red flag laws. They put these things in place. So now essentially he is identified as a domestic abuser, which means um, his career is shattered uh, be because that puts him on a no fly list and he wanted to be a pilot. Um, it, um, it takes him away from any future of owning any type of weapon except for knives. Um, it, he has to be on a consistent registered list with it wherever he tries to go. Uh, so he can't run away from this. It's it's a Fed thing. Uh, so basically, there's there's this huge compounding list uh, which completely violates the Fourth Amendment. But then they 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 packaged it in this really tight ball and then put it inside of a civil proceeding. So essentially, he got screwed. And his mother is a lawyer. So this is her. This was horrendously unbalanced against him. The district he was in, the judge is biased. Uh, and now, of course, this is according to everything that he has told me, but I, you know, I've did a little bit of research. I found, I found it to be relative. And when you say he, I you're talking know. about the investigative journalist that had spoke to him. So it's kind of third hand knowledge and it's a little bit, uh, okay. So uh, it says here, moving on because Cameron is young and does not have a lot of money. He represented himself in court. Cameron brought the paperwork to prove that he completed treatment for his depression, depression, and that he had never been diagnosed with either personality disorder or conduct disorder. He explained to the judge, Amy Bills, which is a woman, which is likely to slam the hammer down on any young man in any kind of court system because women judges, we know how that goes. Uh, Amy Bills, what the FPC was, a legal group to protect gun rights, why he owned so much ammunition, which was cheaper. Uh, so anyway, um, he explained to the judge that uh, what the FPC was, which is the organization, the coalition, um, which is a legal group to protect gun rights why he owned so much ammunition uh which was because it's cheaper to buy bulk and that his ownership of the firearms was never a secret in his family that's important because um it seems as though that yeah so in court cameron's own father one of uh the complainants even admitted cameron had done nothing wrong so you have the mother, you have the judge, and it's very clear where they stand on this is that they want those guns to go bye-bye. And for those, for those of you who don't know how court systems work, uh, the mother knew the judge before this. I've been in the court system. Uh, when you're in the same town as an attorney, you know each other, you see each other all the time, you likely kinder relationships together. So basically, they probably knew each other pretty well, knew personal stories about each other, Maybe I don't want to straw man and say they were friends, but at least they knew each other on a, on a more personal level than the average Joe Schmo and a judge, right? Which and that's and that's true is that if you are a prosecuting attorney or if you're a, if you're any kind of attorney at law is that you're likely going to be in the judge's chamber and you're all, you're going to be knowing who the judge is. So if you are not familiar with the court system, and I know a little bit myself, may not be studying it, but is that the uh, judge and the lawyers they, they they talk and there's a lot of times whenever the judges and the lawyers kind of become buddy buddy with the judge because if you want 
for you to if you want to win <laughs> as an attorney is that you don't have to you don't just win um, I mean in a jury uh, or a uh, what would it be a jury hearing I don't know what you call it it's not just winning over the jury but in probably 98 percent in training repair and you could probably chime in on this is that 98 percent of the time you're not winning over a jury so this idea that every time you go to court yeah. is that there is a ju- judge jury and then the two lawyers and no 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 like 98 percent of the time is probably determined by the judge so the lawyer is getting cozy with the judge so likelihood of this lawyer knowing the judge and not just knowing the judge is pretty high so and i don't know what and maybe again you can chime in here now on, on this portion is that i i don't know how what what that would look like is that if the judge knew if if they if they were cozy together if 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 she had been in the chambers like they kn- knew each other and if that was a what would it be called um well i mean training repairing you are we're just they know each other well, it, it, you can't do that, though. I don't think that's legal, is what I'm saying. Oh, well, I, yeah, it's not illegal in certain cases. In this case, it's not because it's unavoidable that they knew each other, right? They they work in the same profession. So I, it, it's called a conflict of interest is, is, the, is what you were looking for. But that Thank only you. applies. Yes, it only applies in certain contexts. And technically, this isn't one. It, you could argue that it was. Um, but then you'd have to prove that the judge and um, our the uh, Cameron's mom had a personal relationship, and there's no there's technically no way to prove that, even though technically there would be. But it's too much. Point is, is he got screwed, and now now he needs help, and he needs your help, and he needs our help. So how do we help him? How is it? What do we do? Because clearly, just to wrap this up, if you're just tuning in. To this is that there was a man that born into said family said family turns on man uh, omitting her his father who the father said that there was nothing wrong here and turned on him uh, put him through the court system which that is such a sticky situation why would you ever I mean but if you're going to put your child in a mental institution then you're obviously going to take him to court that's no doubt but what is happening here is is that there's these guns that are being taken away from somebody who is who owns the guns and it is based off of the things that he has said there is nothing that i saw in this regarding anything that he has done it's been everything that he has said so whenever we pull this up and we're talking about this article like it's important here because this is not just cameron this is this could this this Cameron could be you in each and every single veterans. state is that these the judges time. these and you're you're right is that this happens across the US is where the guns get confiscated by the court system because they can and they should not be able to and so um, what I uh, what what we have here at the end is the fundraiser is that the fundraiser through Gibson go um, I'll pull it up is uh, the Rosenfield Legal Defense Fund. And so he is looking to raise some money here to fight this, which if you're not 
seeing why this is something that needs to be fought. This is not something that is just something, you know, oh, it's a small little cork. No, 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 no. This is a representation yeah. of where we will be in the next few years is that they're coming and, and for the, your guns and they will take them what's important if we do not do something. Yes. And what, what's important my... is we can we can start here and we can just blast off from this point because for, this violates the Second Amendment. This violates the Fourth Amendment. And there's one more. Slips in my yeah, no, what, right what were you talking about? How, how the, the civil versus the like it's. Yeah. So you can't be charged with a criminal punishment for a civil crime but they put it inside of the civil category of the criminal category so he can be charged with a criminal punishment for a civil crime which is against the fourth amendment it's not that difficult to understand people so it is so excruciatingly important that we take this because this can be turned into a constitutional case and i'm not saying that lightly i i'm saying this with with a with a well understanding of of the the court system and the constitution and how those things are intertwined how the supreme court picks up cases and things like that this can be taken to that point it is possible and even getting it there would be a huge huge victory getting appealed up to that point not or i guess not even getting appealed winning this case and then taking that and counterclaiming up from this point because obviously we want to win this first but then counterclaiming up and making it a constitutional thing would be astronomical for conservatives for the republican party and for america as a whole so what you're saying so, is is that basically it, it, it can this is something that can be taken to the supreme court and put into is, is a decision tile. that is going to uh protect people in the future yes, if this, this something like this, this is, happening to them this is Kyle Rittenhouse degree, and I mean that fully. I mean that entirely. I'm not saying because he's, you know, because obviously Kyle was in self-defense and it, he, he people died and things like that. But what I'm saying is that this is to equal degree of the impact that a ruling on a case like this at that level would have. Like, it, it's that important, people. So you have to go. You have to help him give 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 what you know the money that you can give or provide support you know put push his story out on social media whatever it can be to provide this assistance is excruciatingly important to the movement as a whole because then if if there's a ruling set on this in a higher court like let's say he gets a ruling set uh in, in the in you know a uh, state court right a state district court or excuse me a state uh, appellate court uh, then he would be able to set that ruling a precedent for the entire state. And then whatever section of the red flag law that they used to, 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 for the ERPO, or it, what is it called? The ERFO? Is the... ERPO. Yeah, I was right. ERPO. Yeah. ERPO. So for the ERPO, that sets a precedent. And then every other similar case, stricken. Immediately stricken because of that precedent, no matter what that's how it works people so then if you push this and push this and push this and get it to a certain point we can have red flag laws annihilated that's why this is so important because red flag laws are not about keeping people safe they're not about protecting veterans from hurting themselves or other people it's not about that it's about weaponizing the law against rightful gun owners because if they can't take our guns from us 
by force, they're going to take them through the law. And they're going to make us, they're going to paint us as the bad guys. They're going to paint us as evil. So that way they can do this. And, and not, then, not only that, not, not just, family. not just, but based off of the things that we think and the, based off the things that we say. So this is not an encroachment just exactly. on your second amendment. This is an encroachment on your first amendment. In fact, I would almost say that that part in this story here is even scarier is that when you think about the things that you say may impact how what rights that you are given and it's not about it's not that's that's it's not that's not how it was supposed to be um now i i in in you know you gotta you to some degree you have to still have some a bit of it's troubling for me even to say this because uh it's hard for me so that you have to have some kind of faith in in what we have left I, I, I'll phrase it that way is that you don't necessarily have to have faith in the justice system, but you need to have faith in what is left, what is left of the justice system. Um, and, and, and actually still believe that there is some good in this world and that there is good that can come from this. Okay. So, um, with that said is, is that, yes, I would encourage everybody to go to this page. We have it tagged in the, uh, in the description below. Um, if you want to support this is that, uh, go ahead and click on that. Um, it's give, send, go. If you can't give uh, financially, then send prayers. Um, this is not only a yes. uh, uh, encroachment on his rights, and, and it sucks, and, and, and that's all happening, but this is also really tough. Um, I can only imagine what it's like for my own mother to be coming, uh, to, to be suing me um, and putting me into the court system. Um, that has to be very rough to, to, to that's... Uh, uh, to, to rekindle that relationship planned. with your mother that is you know you're that's, that's who you came from yeah. you know you were raised by them and then immediately they turn around and they sick the government on you i mean and, and this should also be a uh I w- awakening moment to see that this this is not only going to happen in this way but it's also going it also happened over the past two years of people turning in their significant others for not wearing masks mm-hmm. like we're there, folks. Yeah. That's exactly, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly true. It's not. This is. This is. We're we we are we are living in a dystopia. This is we are we are at decadence. So with that said, um, please support. Um, also, uh, if you could smash that like button, that'd be hella cool. It'd be really. It'd be really. It'd dope. be really. It'd be really dope. Uh, uh, it'd be, uh, go ahead, subscribe go ahead. to the channel. <laughs> Training repair and here. if you're on Spotify, <laughs> what? You, I have this on split screen so I can see whenever I talk over you, the face that you make of. Do I make a face? You make a face. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. I'm not, I'm I don't, not I don't mind. I'm not bothered we, by it. I'm excited by it. We on top of each other all the time. I think we should just keep talking over each other for the rest of the episode, actually. Well, the episode is coming to so, a close. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to, to Sam Daily Show. Like. Leave us a review on Spotify. Uh, Be sure to help out Sam or uh, Cameron. Where am I going? What'd you What'd you do? We're supposed to be going over each well, other. Well, it was. Are you Are you going to close the episode, or am I going to close the episode? That's the question we're trying to figure we're out here. Doing it at the same time. Okay, I'm going to say something, and then you say something. So subscribe to the Sam Daily Show. Leave us a review on Spotify. Be sure to assault oh, the like button. 
follow us on or give us a rumble on rumble share this with your friends and family and have a great night ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs>